0: Welcome to the Global Business Women's Pod, brought to you by the Greater Houston Women's Chamber of Commerce. I am Susan Dyson and proud to be the CEO, President and Founder of the Chamber. Please join us for this empowering podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome keynote speaker and lecturer, media commentator, and founder and chief executive officer of the software development company, Beachfront Custom Development, and life unleashed, the inspiring Andrea Beach, interviewed by the amazing Teresa Einhorn. We're in for a treat. We have an amazing guest here with us today who I will be interviewing. She has such an intriguing and relevant background in technology and in human sciences, human and consumer behavior. She is an entrepreneur, a CEO, founder of several businesses, and she's going to talk to us today about many things, including using all of what she's learned successfully in investing in ourselves. So Andrea, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So your newest venture is Life Unleashed Online. Can you tell us a little bit about it and what, uh, what inspired you to create this?
1: Well, I came from nothing. That was a pretty impressive introduction, but, but let's be real. Um, we had no food in the house. Our utilities were being shut off, and I had no good role models uh, for marriage, for how to parent, uh, definitely not in business, um, not in how to make money or how to keep it or grow it. So I had to learn the hard way. I was self-taught. Um, I read hundreds of books. I attended every kind of webinar, podcast, seminar. I interviewed people. I've heard people on the stage talk about the importance of mentors. I cannot stress enough how important that was in my life. And watching other people who had succeeded in these different areas and trying to emulate what they had done, but it was a lot of trial and error. and you know they talk about been there done there got the t-shirt well i have a closet full of t-shirts of how not to do things specifically in business so i i learned and learned and i did have some successes but then when i found success consistently specifically in business to start with I thought, okay, I've got something here. And I would have people come up to me and say, how do I get where you are? Or what do I need to do um, to not have some of the pitfalls that I had to go through to get to the success? And I felt compelled. I felt like I needed to give back. So Life Unleashed is my way of taking the, greatest hits, the success strategies that work across multiple areas of your life, because just having fabulous success in business doesn't make us happy. We have to have success at home and our love life with our other relationships, our children and our health. (laughs) Let's not deny that side of our life either. So I took all the greatest hits and put them into these categories for anyone. And that's why I did it.
0: Thank you. Um, how does your background, um, how uh, the skills you learn, the skill set, your experience, lead to lead you to this endeavor? And how is your background, experience, education relevant to this endeavor?
1: So I started off in sales, early days. I did door to door sales. I did all kinds of crazy things, putting myself through school. Um, And I eventually found my way in technology. So I've owned several different technology companies. Um, We've done a lot in consumer engagement technology. So if you are a sports fan, you've 100% seen our work. If you're a music fan, you've seen our stuff. But what I didn't have was joy because I was so dogged. I was so determined to figure out how to make money and be successful. And in the technology space when I started, there was only about a handful of us that were females. And every room I walked into, every boardroom I walked into, it was only men. So I used to have this very tough exterior, and I would wear these boxy suits and this firm handshake, and I wasn't very feminine at all. Um, And I wasn't being myself, my true self. So I figured out the success strategies. I figured out how to win at business. And I, I added it up the other day, and I've actually owned 21 companies, which... I think it sounds impressive, but it's actually an array of mediocre businesses or how not to do it or some pretty miserable failures in there. I've had a few big wins, um, but the key was learning along the way. So I learned the success in business first. That's where I felt confident, but boy, I didn't have the love life part figured out for a while. I have six children beautiful, amazing kids, thought I had the handle on parenting, and then, you know, life happens and things change, and I realized I needed balance. I needed the same success that I'd found in business, and I needed that in my love life, I needed that in my health and in my wellness, and I needed to enjoy the journey, because I wasn't really enjoying life very much, and that, I think, is the biggest thing that I've learned. I wish it didn't take me 48 years, but I'm here now, so that's the, the benefit, I think, of having success in one side and then finding it in the rest.
0: Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. I think we can all relate to portions of that. Um, So talk a little bit about Life Unleashed Online, and who is your target audience, and
1: why did you choose this target audience? That's a good question. So Life Unleashed is really success principles in all these different areas. So, again, if you want more success in your career, it's a cheat sheet. If, you want, if you're a business and entrepreneur, for example, um, this will give you some cheat codes and some things that I learned along the way that'll get you there bigger, better, faster. But in reality, it would help anybody, anybody that watched these videos or that learned these lessons and went through the exercises. But I decided to focus on women. And the reason why is because I believe that when women get it right, they're the heartbeat they're the heartbeat of the family and the organizations that they're in, if a woman has it figured out, she'll be a better wife, a better mother, a better sister, daughter, she'll be a better co-worker. And the butterfly effect that comes off women that are successful, and I don't just mean money or title, I mean really found their joy, their peace, their success in themselves, that ripple effect will hit every man every child in their life so my target audience is women although secretly the impact is meant to be for everyone so andrea reading a little
0: bit about your background and we'll be talking about ai artificial intelligence today i'm going to stray just a minute from talking about life unleashed and ask you about ai your prognosis for the future of AI and how that's relevant to us, and just a few general remarks.
1: Oh, yeah, I could talk for hours about this. So it's taken us a little while to get here, um, even though the theoretical foundations of AI um, that we still use in machine learning today came about in the mid-20th century. We needed the computational power that we now have. Moore's law played a big role in that. We can do a lot more data crunching with huge data sets on much smaller computers that can be uh, affordable. But I think the prognosis, or I think where we're headed, and if I could give any advice to the STEAM girls in the room, which I was so excited to see, is really hone not just your hard skills in data science and machine learning and all that stuff that you would expect me to say, but I would stress the importance of soft skills. It's the EQ that women can bring. It's that intuition, the ingenuity. Computers yet can't dream up creative ideas like we can. They can crunch repetitive tasks and they can help with automation and things like manufacturing and financial services that you would expect, but I think where we're going to see major swatches of improvement are in human resources and personalization, and the teams are going to get smaller and more specialized. You're not going to have 150 people on a team working on something, you might have eight So it's going to be more like a a special operations team, a, a SEAL team working on something with everybody's role being that much more vitally important. So I would say hone your soft skills, your team building, your communication, your leadership styles, and that's something that women inherently have the advantage in. So I would say lean into that. Thank you. Broad subject, but I love those remarks. So, Andrea
0: has an in-depth background in technology and consumer behavior. So, it would be fun to, and interesting to hear what trends you expect to see.
1: So, one thing that I should probably share is I'm a certified hypnotherapist and trained in NLP and DAG, which is Design Human Engineering. And so, I kind of geek out on what makes people tick. And I think with trends, as you mentioned, you're gonna see all the trends that we talked about with AI, and I'm sure you'll hear more about them today and how it's gonna impact and revolutionize pretty much every industry. Um, Certain ones will come first, the obvious ones. but I think there's gonna be some interesting things that people aren't talking about. I'll be really curious with ears wide open. So for example, in healthcare, you hear about things like personalized medicine, which is great, and things like DNA testing and really in-depth work on that side, but what you don't hear about is the innovations that are gonna come in mental health, which I think is huge. Uh, You're gonna also have some really interesting things happen in the human resource side of life. Um, The real estate market, Is going to be revolutionized by AI and I'm not hearing that a lot and I think anything that can be personalized from the entertainment industry where your individual entertainment will be completely curated based on you um, and then smart robotics as well so AI has informed smart robotics as we know so things like drones and self-driving cars and smart robots they're going to become our helpers so any type of service, especially those for, who are disabled, will be able to utilize the AI revolution in a way that smart robotics hasn't seen yet. I, I believe those are gonna be the most impactful trends.
0: Interesting. It'll be fun to see it all roll out. So as a behaviorist, um, it would be interesting and timely to hear your comments on our behaviors, our changes in behavior, evolution of behavior, post-COVID, or maybe not really post-COVID, but in this semi-COVID
1: type of world? We saw a few things happen. First of all, we all got really comfortable working from home, you know, working in our jammies, or at least from the, you know, waist down, right? And we also started seeing a little bit more work-life balance. Although I don't really love that term because if you love what you do, it's all kind of interwoven. But one thing that's interesting we've seen is millennial fathers are actually spending more time with their children than the previous four generations combined. We're seeing that there's, um, I don't even say a tolerance, there's more of an acceptance for people saying, I'm gonna go jogging, at 11.30 in the morning, or I'm going to run out and do something that's a personal errand. And nobody scoffs like they used to. Uh, People are much more forgiving. And I think the behavioral trend is more toward what I would consider holistic wellness. And that includes the mental side and, of course, taking time for your health. If you want to do yoga in the middle of the day because that's the time you're inspired to do it, I don't think anybody's going to judge you anymore like they used to. So I think there's some really positive things that came out of a lot of the devastation that we all saw. I lost two companies during COVID, so it wasn't, it wasn't fun, uh, but we learned. And now the things that have actually emerged and the, I have five companies currently and three of them are completely virtual. Nobody comes in any office anywhere and they're all thriving and growing. So I think some really good things came out of COVID too. Thank
0: you. So on a personal note, one intriguing thing about you that it would be interesting to hear is you are a fan and lover of sports car racing, right? Yes. Tell us about that.
1: Okay, so I've always loved cars since I was a little girl. I thought they were sexy and fun and cool, but you know we grew up with nothing. You know if our cars even worked, it was a miracle. Um, and you know my first cars were used and old and you know constantly breaking down. So when I first found success. Um, One of the first things I did, I had launched a company. um, Actually, this is a funny story. I launched it February 9th, 2020. And it was an IOT mesh network of stadiums, arenas, amphitheaters, and mixed-use retail developments. We launched it at Polestar in Beverly Hills. And um, we had 13 arenas sign up on day one. So I thought I was in the money, baby. I thought things were great. I went out and bought a race car. (laughs) Uh, which I still have. I did not get rid of the race car. It was not going to happen. But I've always loved cars, and I love to race. Um, I love the power. I love the beauty and the elegance of it. So it's just, it's a personal, it's, it's my personal vice.
0: Well, while we're talking about your personal vices, I understand that you also have an extensive wine collection as well as bourbon. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: I don't know what this has to do with business or with technology or any of these things, but yes, I could probably talk about that all day. So um, I think maybe COVID is what came or helped happened because I, uh, I loved wine anyway, but I wasn't a big drinker. I never had alcohol until I was 40. Um, Many, many years ago, I was a professional dancer and choreographer. So when you're dancing ballroom, and I was, I did the choreography for Six Flags and Disney and things like that when I was young, there was no such thing as drinking alcohol because we were working, you know, and I was basically an athlete. So I didn't even understand what that was like until I formed a joint venture with a company out of Vegas, and these guys could drink. And so they used to call me the Southern Bell Peanut was my nickname. And during that time, I thought I had something to prove, because I became CEO of the joint venture, and they thought I was going to be a figurehead. They thought they would make all the decisions, and they would look good on paper, and they had no idea what they were in for. Uh, But I started drinking at that time, I think to prove something, um, which was stupid. But I ended up developing a taste for bourbon, and I developed a taste for good red wine. Uh, But now i think COVID is what probably promoted the collection so now i have quite an extensive collection i think that's good if i didn't have such a large collection that would mean it was all already consumed so maybe that's a good thing so i don't drink too much uh just so we're clear on that but i do enjoy good wine and, and good bourbon that was a fun discussion
0: so circling back to Life lifeunleashed.online um, and investing in ourselves Um, Tell us a little bit more about that and what you'd like this audience to take away and know. So I
1: realized I made a mistake. So I thought I would just put all this great information and content up online and you guys could figure it out. if you went to lifeunleashed.online, I thought you could figure out almost like a big library of content. You could figure out what you wanted to get the information and find success in, and it would be a DIY model. And that was a mistake, because I found that people got there and went, I don't know what to do here. So we've ended up creating programs. And the first one that we launched just recently is called Love Life Breakthrough, because every woman I met said, I'm either looking for love or I'm in a relationship and I'm bored, we're, you know, fallen into routine, we've lost the spark, Uh, or maybe we fight a lot or we're in kind of a toxic loop or behavioral patterns, or maybe I want to take things to the next level, but he doesn't. So I took all my background and expertise and, of course, my real-world experience um, of actually figuring out how to have the relationship of my dreams and not only fall in love with Amazing Man, but then maintain that consistently. And I put it into Love Life Breakthrough, and it's a guaranteed four-step process. um, And if you go to lovelifebreakthrough.com, you're welcome to check it out for yourself. I would love to give the audience a special gift on anything you want to look on uh, Life Unleashed or Love Life Breakthrough. It's my friends and family code. So please don't give it out to anyone else outside this audience, but if you type in Andrea, 30%, you'll get 30% off anything you want, your entire cart, and it's my gift to you. What kind of things will we find
0: on this website?
1: So I have master classes and everything from career and business and entrepreneurship, advanced negotiation tactics. There's how to spot a liar, which seems to be a fan favorite. Of course, there's everything from uh, love life, as I mentioned, to other relationships. Um, I find... As middle-aged women in particular, it's time to fall in love with our lives again. We don't have to be who we were in the first half of our life, right? Maybe you've been an accountant for 34 years and you're completely bored, but you don't know what else to do because that's all you were trained to do. This will help you with your your mission, your legacy, your purpose, help you reinvent who you want to be. If you say, no, I'm, I'm actually pretty content, but I don't make enough money. I want to travel. I want to do things, and I could never get there with the money that I make. It teaches you how to not only make money, but what to do with that money, and things like generational wealth. Because generational wealth for your children I can't even tell you the comfort and the inner peace that I have knowing that my kids and their kids and their kids are all going to be just fine. Um, so you'll find that, not to mention everything to do with total wellness and then radiant beauty, because at this age, there's a few wrinkles, a little cellulite. There's some stuff that might that might be inspirational in there in that regard as well. Thank you, Andrea. It's been such a pleasure talking to
0: you today. Is there anything else that you want our audience to know before we wrap it up?
1: Just that you can do it. You know, if somebody like me that came from nothing had absolutely no mentors, I got a lot of bad advice along the way. I made so many mistakes that I think um, the real success is not giving up and believing in yourself. And the other advice I would say is have a clear vision. I have so many women that say, I just don't want what I'm doing. I I don't want to be in this relationship, or I don't want to be in this career, or I don't like that I don't make enough money. And I say, well, what do you want? And they don't have a clear vision for that. They know what they don't want, but they don't really have a clear vision for who they want to be. So the very first step is get that figured out. And by the way, there's vision mapping and things online that will help you with that on the site. But once you know who you wanna be, then you can start formulating a plan to get there and you don't have to figure it out on your own. Find mentors, I'm happy to help. If anybody has any questions, I could probably give you some what not to do's um, and some advice on that regard as well. But don't give up and get a clear vision of who you wanna be. You can do it, I promise.
0: Thank you, Andrea. Starting from within, such great advice. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again next Thursday at 6 p.m. For more information about the Chamber and our podcast, please visit us at ghwcc.org.